0: Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Tuesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. You're getting so good at that.
1: I know. Practice makes perfect.
0: Yes, it does. How are you?
1: I'm doing pretty well. How was your first day of
0: work? I want to quit already. I can't (laughs) wait to retire.
1: It's a lot having to get up in the morning. It is. We almost
0: overslept, too, which was fun. We did. Thankfully, Lily woke us up. (laughs) It's
1: pretty bad when your 14-year-old is uh, running the show in the morning.
0: Right. All oh, right, we'll get back into the swing of things. Yeah,
1: we will. So the hours keep changing at Disney's Hollywood Studios, and today, which is Monday right now, the hours had been extended to 9 p.m. I, I don't know, not very far in advance they extended it. Yeah, they announced it this morning.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, just there are heavy crowds. Um, you know, I find it a little ridiculous that they're doing things day of. You know, it was bad enough when they would announce it three days before. Um, but now it's it's like you get up in the morning, you head to the parks, you think the park's gonna close at eight. Uh no, you know what, we're gonna keep it open till nine. Yeah. Um it's good for the guests, but if you're working uh and your shift is supposed to end at eight and then you have to clean up or do whatever and you figure, ah, I'm gonna be out of there by eight forty five. Well now eight forty five becomes nine forty five. Right. You know, what if you're that single mom who's got childcare or, you know, know, you just had plans?
1: Then hopefully they didn't put you at Disney's Hollywood Studios because right. that's, I think, just going to be the way it's going to go. It seems silly. Any extra time that you can keep that park open is going to be better because you're going to have big crowds there. Right. For a while.
0: Now, that is provided you can get people onto Rise of the Resistance and get them to ride the full ride.
1: That's true. Yeah, I guess they're having a little trouble with that.
0: They are. There are people who were very upset because um, part of the the ride, um, and we've done this before, so Dawn, if you're listening. Cover your ears. (laughs) uh, You know, it's nothing more than we're going to talk about when Isabel gave her description of the ride, but part of the the ride uh, is that you board a Rebel transport, uh, which then you get tractor beamed into a First Order ship. Um, and guests were being taken behind the scenes and brought right to the First Order ship. So you didn't get any of the pre-show, you didn't get to board the Rebel transport, you didn't get to experience the tractor beam, and then they put you on the Rebel uh, ship, put you in the brig, and moved it from there. That's, you know, a a, a half the ride, two-thirds of the ride.
1: And people who missed that are very unhappy. You know what, if that starts to happen in three years... Most, a lot of the people maybe will have already, you know, you're riding it for, you know, the second, third, fifth time um, in your life. So maybe not as big a deal, but people are going out of their way to be there to get on this ride and to miss such a big portion of it.
0: But even in three or four years, if you're that family that started saving now so that you could go in three or four years and three or four years from now, you ride the ride and you get a third of the ride, you're still getting short shortchanged.
1: You are, but you have more of an opportunity to possibly do it again during that trip. To say, oh, we missed it. You know, we didn't get to see the whole thing. Let's wait in line that so that we can true. get the whole thing. That that's true. just not an option now.
0: Um, with, with other folks, if they've not been able to ride the ride, Disney has been compensating them with essentially, uh, you know, an anytime type of fast pass to, to go back and ride the attraction. Um, but people who were shortchanged, uh, you know, were not able to go back and experience the ride. And I think that's the type of thing where you need to tell a cast member or go to guest services and say, look, I did not – experience the ride as intended, right? and I'd like that opportunity. Yeah. And, you know, Disney will accommodate Maybe. in most cases. Sometimes. If you're loud enough.
1: Mm, yeah, I know. If you throw enough of a fit.
0: Mm-hmm. All
1: right. Um, some new discounts have come mm. out.
0: There are a ton of new discounts. Tell me the, all about them. Well, the first one is there is a 25% room offer, um, and that is available – uh, up to twenty five percent. So we all know that these uh, discounts are usually um,
1: they're tiered tiered.,
0: uh, so you get less of a percentage off on a on a value, more on a deluxe. And you can save up to twenty five percent for most states between April first and September twelfth, and you have to book by uh, february twenty sixth. As always, there are exclusions. Um, you know, you, it doesn't apply at any of the three bedroom villas, the cabins at Copper Creek. Um, the bungalows at Disney's Polynesian village uh, or campsites uh, very interesting though is that I do not see the family suites at art of animation are not excluded from this uh, at least from what I'm reading Good. so this is just a, a brief over overlook if you have any interest in uh, you know taking advantage of of any type of discount as always feel free to reach out to me okay uh, send me a message or post on the page
1: all right what else do we have uh
0: they are also offering free dining for kids mm-hmm. in the summer of 2020 and this package is going to be available uh when you purchase um a package with tickets and dining and it is for arrivals most nights from may 25th isabel's birthday mm-hmm. uh through august 28th and it must be booked by february 26th if you um depending upon the dining plan you purchase uh you will get the children uh version of that for free.
1: Yeah, this is not a very good deal. I no. mean, if there's nothing else available for discounts and you were gonna get the meal plan anyway, that's great, but it's a very to have to pay for the adult portion of the dining plan to get an undiscounted room to get undiscounted tickets and have a requirement for the type of tickets you have to buy. This it's not it's not a great deal, so don't you know don't fall all over yourself. yeah and de- you depending
0: upon how many children you have, um, you know it, it's only for children ages three to nine, uh, so they're they're considered juniors. Um, you know you might actually get a higher discount if you go with the room only uh, discount if you're stay especially if you're staying at the deluxe level. Right. You know you're gonna get more money off that way yep. um, than doing the free dining plan. So you know that's the type of thing where if you're u- utilizing a travel agent, mm-hmm. Uh, that the travel agent who is experienced with Disney will be able to guide you towards the right discount program. They will
1: run those numbers. That's right. All right.
0: Uh, the third is that a Florida resident discount is available for saving up to 30% on rooms. And this is for stays most nights, April 1st through July 9th. Um, yeah, so that's, uh, yeah. that's that. And the final new discount is the Sun and Fun room discount for annual pass holders. Uh, which allows you to save up to 35% off of your rooms. Uh, Once again, beginning on April 1st, and it extends through July 9th. And once again, they are tiered discounts, uh, and they will vary by the resort you stay in.
1: All right. Sounds good. Yeah. If the resort that you are staying in is Art of Animation or Pop Century, you might have some short pool hours, I think due to the chilly weather, They've been closing the pools a little bit earlier than usual.
0: Yeah, hopefully, if you're staying through one of the summer discounts, uh, your pools are staying <laughs> open regularly. Uh, but the it has been announced that at the Art of Animation and the Pop Century Resorts, the pools will be closing at eight p.m. Uh, the Big Blue Pool will be open from ten to eight. The Cozy Cone and Flippin' and Fins will close or uh, open from eleven to eight. Uh, over at the Pop Century, the bowling pool and computer pool are open from eleven to eight. Uh, the Hippie Dippy Pool. Uh, Is open from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. with the caveat that the Hippie Dippy Pool would be closed for refurbishment from January 13th to March 31st. So that is their main pool. Right. Um, Why it affects these two resorts? I don't know if they are the uh, the northernmost resorts (laughs) and it's uh, very chilly in that section. Um, But these really only two resorts that were noted.
1: Yeah, I mean, it might just be that the reporter who covered this happened to be there and see this. They may be doing this at all of the resorts. So um, I would say that you should check your pool hours if you're hoping to go swimming after you return back from the um, parks. But it's cold right now down there. Yeah. It's bad enough to try to go swimming at, you know, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I can't imagine trying to go swimming at 9 o'clock at night. It's
0: I wonder chilly. if they're uh, closing the hot tubs as well. Hot tubs are a different story. Well, they
1: are a different story because they're hot. They're hot, yeah. exactly. Just what you want when it's 50 degrees. Uh,
0: but these notes are going to be for the winter months. Is, this is not just a temporary thing, like when they close uh, Typhoon Lagoon, for like they've day, done yeah. the past few days. Um, this is the new shortened pool hours through the winter months, okay. and that, that starts today. So once again, uh, like with the buses, this is something that there was no advance notice of. Right. Um, you know, if you're from Canada... And, and you're wanted going to and go you're swimming going at 10 o'clock at night? I mean, we've taken our kids in January and February, and they've gotten in the water. And they come out with blue lips.
1: They do, but it's during the day. That's, I, yeah. I, not at yeah, night. Yeah, we're not going at There's no way. It's just, it's too cold.
0: All right, so maybe this is Disney doing what's best for us.
1: That's right. Thank you, Disney. Do you think that uh, closing Splash Mountain is what's best for us also?
0: You know, it happens every year at it this does, time. It yeah. Uh, it usually goes down for annual refurbishment January into February. And that is where they are. Um, they have the construction walls and scrims uh, up in um, front, Frontierland. Uh,
1: crossing into Frontierland. Crossing into yeah. Frontierland <laughs> as
0: you're coming around that corner. Um, and uh, they are now closed uh, through February 27th, I believe. Uh, you know, they usually drain it and do a lot of work. Um, yeah, it's closed through February 27th with uh, the attraction reopening on February 28th. So... This is good. We've ridden Space, uh, space, space Mountain, Splash Mountain uh, in February. Yeah. And, you know, Florida in February is the kind of place where you definitely need to layer mm-hmm. uh, because you wake up. You know, there were mornings where Cheryl has gotten up and she's had a hat and uh, gloves on, yep. um, you know, and a sweatshirt and a heavy winter jacket. And then by noon, you're in short mm-hmm. sleeves and then by four o'clock you're you're putting those layers back on. Right. Yeah. So we've ridden Splash Mountain like at two in the afternoon. Um, but once again, this is something that you wouldn't want to ride, you know, first thing in the morning. I wouldn't want to ride late honestly at, night. at
1: all during January or February because once you get wet, it's not like traveling in August where, you know, you get wet and ten minutes later you're dry because it's so warm. You never really get dry. I mean, there's a few days You know, so if you get a really nice day in the afternoon with the sun shining on you, if it's in the seventies, it can be nice, but, um, that you're not guaranteed that. So I do understand why it's a good time for them to close it, to do the refurbishments. However, if you happen to be a family that always travels at the same time and you do so, you know, toward the end of January, every single year, you're just never going to let Breland Wright splash mountain. That's how it's going to be. And it's funny. Have
0: you, have you ever seen vacation? Yes. Uh, well, the, the Splash Mountain sign uh, that they put up, you know, Splash Mountain is closed for a spell. Have a zippity doo da day. And it just reminds me of the scene <laughs> where, where Chevy finally gets to Wally World or Clark Griswold. And he, he kind of goes nuts on the security guard, John Candy. And I, I just picture, you know, Chevy yelling, <laughs> you know, have a zippity doo da day.
1: Yeah. Uh, let's see. Over in the East Lot Tram is now transporting guests.
0: That's right. We mentioned that they were putting in two new uh, tram loops, uh, and the East One had not been working, uh, well, had had not been being utilized, Um, but that uh, East Loop is now transporting guests as of today, Um, and this is for, uh, each loop services a different set of parking lots, sections of the parking lot. Uh, So it's not based on – I guess it is based on capacity because these lots – some of these lots are only utilized when the crowds are higher. Right. Um, So that is what this East Loop is, and it is in operation. Mm -hmm. Um, So yay.
1: Very good. More of a yay. They're working on uh, Woody's Roundup Rodeo Barbecue in Toy Story Land, and it's really starting to take shape. What can we see so far?
0: Uh, Well, the building is up. There's a roof on it. Uh, It is – it's technically right now in a, in a behind the scenes, uh, section. It's, uh, kind of behind a uh, Walt, uh, one man's Walt Disney, one man's dream. It's back um, behind
1: Slinky Dog.
0: It is. So as you're, as you, as you turn from coming past one man's dream, you make the right to go into Toy Story Land and then there's the tinker toy fence there with the big, uh, the big Woody, uh, as you're walking in, um, as you're looking at Woody, it's to the right, uh, along that right hand, uh, Bushes. There's mm-hmm. some bushes there right now yeah. with a with a sliding panel to get you know behind the scenes, um, and that is where it is going. So it's a it's a little part right now that is not a guest area. There's a bunch of a uh, bunch of bushes there.
1: Yeah. So um, it looks like the building will sort of be tucked behind, and then the entrance the entrance will way be actually will,
0: in Toy right. Story. Well, we'll yeah. you'll exit Toy Story Land to go to this section behind the bushes, yeah. but there won't be bushes there by the time it's done.
1: Right. So yeah, looking forward to that sometime in 2020. We'll see when that opens up. And that
0: is uh, that is officially officially named the Roundup Rodeo Barbecue, and will be open later this year.
1: Yeah, all right. Um, so speaking one, of dining, speaking of dining, yeah, one of the things you might want to do if you're on the dining plan is go to the Roundup Rodeo Barbecue. Um, and when if you've ever had the dining plan, uh, they each one offers some degree of quick service meals with it. And if you have children in your party, you will have noticed that the quick service entitlements weren't broken out um, by child or by adult. So if you had 20 um, dining credits between children and adults, it would say just 20. It wouldn't say you have 10 child and and 10 adult. And that has changed uh, over the past couple of days. Now, if you, when you get your little printout receipt after you get a meal, you will see that you have, you know, nine child entitlements left and, um, you know, six adult entitlements left. So we're not really sure what this means. It was always intended that um, children on the dining plan would use their. Um, entitlements for a child's meal. However, since they were combined, uh, people got smart or sneaky, I don't know what you want to call it, um, and would use some of the entitlements of the child's entitlements as adult meals, um, because there was no nothing to differentiate them.
0: But or or like we've done, uh, you buy one adult's chicken finger platter and you split it between two kids. Now, right. you, you know, so instead of using four quick service entitlements for a meal for us, we're using three, which kind of allows us to bank one. Right. And right. it's not that we were being sneaky, mm. um, but the system allowed you to do it.
1: It did. And I believe that loop has been closed um, if they're taking the time to separate them out on receipts then it seems that they're going to be taking the time to account for them separately. So you will not be able to do that any longer is my thought.
0: Right. And you know Disney has always said that a child between the ages of 3 to 9 must order off the child's menu, uh, but they've never really enforced it. And...
1: Well, they did at table service. Mm-hmm. Yes. But at quick but service quick they service. had no way of knowing. So what I have had happen is that if you were if you had two adults and two children on your dining plan and you went up to buy Um, your meals and you tried to get three adult meals, they would not, they, they wouldn't allow that because you don't have three adults on your dining plan. Right. You would have to get, you know, two adult meals and then a, a child's meal. Um, so where they could see it, they would try to shut it down. They were never trying to allow you to do that. But if you, you know, if, if the adult If one adult went up and got two adult meals and then the other adult went up and got, you know, one other adult meal, they had no way of knowing.
0: I I feel like I should turn you in now. I know. You think there's a bounty on your head?
1: Maybe. We haven't had the dining plan in so long that it's kind of a moot point.
0: All right. We're past the statute of limitations. Yeah, I think
1: so. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, Testing on on an R2-D2 roaming droid has – Has begun in Galaxy's Edge in Disneyland? Yep. That's exciting. It is. Yeah, tell me about it.
0: So R2 is roaming around Batuu with a couple of handlers. Um, You know, I think uh, two weeks ago we had a story talking about people complaining about the lack of droids um, in the land and that when the land was announced there was talk of all, you know, oh, we're going to have people from Batuu and we're going to have droids and stormtroopers and, you know, it's going to be fully immersive and they're going to be walking around and then the land opened and there were no droids and then uh, Jake – uh, who was an autonomous robot uh, was, uh, was introduced. Uh, Jake is actually J-fake, J4K3. Um, and uh, it, it kind of went nowhere. He was tested. You know, Disney will do things like that. They'll bring out a test platform and then you'll never see it again, like Lucky the Dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but now uh, they've brought back, like Cheryl said, they, they now have an R2 unit. Um, I guess the R2 unit used to interact with people inside the a corner of the droid depot, but now he is free roaming uh, through the park, a little bit like uh, Push the Talking Trash Can used to do in Tomorrowland. Okay. Um, and he's he's getting big crowds. Uh, right now, this is just in Disneyland. They are not doing it in Disney World. Uh, does that mean that they will do it in Disney World? I hope so.
1: I don't know. Don't they say in Disney World that people can't handle these uh, characters roaming around? Maybe that's what the Disneyland people say. Maybe. <laughs> so we'll see. At Universal, um, AP holders have gotten their own entrances into the parks, but only through January. Yep. They just have what special lines that they're they can go. They through.
0: have uh, they have one lane in each park, so one at Universal Studios mm-hmm. and one at Islands of Adventure. Uh, this special line is going to be available through January thirty first. You know, because they're experiencing bigger crowds also. Um, Now, this is something that uh, Disney has been doing for their annual pass holders since uh, 2016, I think. Uh, Looking for an actual date. I can't find it, but Disney has been doing this with a dedicated line for a while. Um, But if you are a pass holder over at Universal, Mm -hmm. you also get to use the Universal uh, uh, Passholder Lounge in the Hollywood section of Universal Studios. Uh, you get monthly buttons and you get discounts for Blue Man Group performances and Rock the Universe, the Christian Music Festival we talked about yesterday.
1: Nice. And then, lastly, over at SeaWorld, they have a new Orca Encounter.
0: They did. Well, it's actually called Orca Encounter. That's the name of the new show. Um, and that replaces the show One Ocean that completed its run on December 31st. So they haven't really necessarily reinvented the show. Uh, But they've just repackaged it a little and changed some of the things that they do. So the the Parks Whale family still splashes people and they still do things with the trainers and the crowd. Um, Mm -hmm. But they've just added a little bit more of education uh, to it and uh, changed it up a little.
1: All right, good. Yeah. Very good. Well, you know, we got to go get ready for our next big day of work. So uh, that's it for today. I don't know if I can handle this (laughs) two days
0: in a row. (laughs) I thought this podcast thing was the highlight of my day. Now I'm actually going to work.
1: Yeah. Um, If you'd like to hang out with us a little bit more, come check us out on Facebook. We are the Disney Drive Time Podcast Facebook page.
0: That's right. And until tomorrow, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.